Forward Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. Little Frankie. Little Christmas. You better watch out. Mm. You better not cry. Yeah. You better not pout. I'm better not pout. I don't pout a whole lot. I whine. <laughs> yes, he is. Here comes Santa. Wriggling down that chimney if you have him. Is he? Checking it twice. Oh. Gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Have you been naughty? Santa hey you. Have you been naughty? Banjo. He sees you. Yes, he does. Come on now. He knows when you're He's like a voyeur. <laughs> what is this all about? He knows if you've been bad or good. Yeah, be good, man. Especially this time of year. Great time of year. Love the holiday lights and all that stuff. Ah, yes, he is. If that's legal, we're going to talk about that. And here comes the band. Oh, yeah. Ah, ah. It's all about kicks. When you do jazz, especially big band, it's all about the kicks. <laughs> Saxophone stuff is cool. Got a little bell back there, too. I love that. Put me in the mood for a good show. Yeah, triplet action. All right, go away, Frank. He's had his chance. Love that. Love big band. Love Frank Sinatra. Jersey kid. Can't help it. Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast. Podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Louisville City FC as well as racing Louisville, as well as our, as well as our, excuse me, men's and women's national teams. World Cup just ended. We're going to talk about that. Hopefully you're doing well. Hopefully you got a smile on your face. Hopefully things are going well for you this holiday season. Just a few days from Christmas. New Year's is coming up. Whatever holiday you uh, celebrate. Hope you're enjoying it. Also, Happy Hanukkah, which just started. Um, hopefully you're doing well. Like I said, man, things are going pretty good here. And uh, we're sitting here uh, getting some more information and some things. And going to have to go through it a little bit. But we're going to try and keep the tenor as happy as possible. And uh, that is the goal of this show every time. So there you go. That's what we're going to do. We are always on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the ho, 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 love. Oh, my gosh. What am I doing? Anyway, we got a little bit of a different... Five tings. This is five tings for Christmas. That's right, folks. It's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's national teams coverage. This is the only place in the universe you're going to get it. So you should feel... Ho, ho, ho. Number five. My fifth ting for Christmas is a car. I want my freaking car back. <laughs> it's been in the shop for going on two weeks now. And it doesn't look like it's going to be ready for Christmas, which totally sucks. Ah, but that's the way it is when you live alone and you don't only have one car. You just got to deal with it. So I'm like bugging somebody for me to go to the store tomorrow because I got to get food. And what I mean by food is wine. <laughs> I need bacon too. Anyway, number four. What do I want for Christmas? My post-holiday planner, which it looks like USL has come up with their plan for the schedule in 2023. Um, looks like it's a pretty solid schedule too. Uh, equal amount of home and away games uh, for the Western for, for both conferences at each conference as well as two in each conference uh, per team so that's really cool it looks like a nice even schedule so we're gonna get to see everybody next year. looking forward to that number three you know what I want for Christmas here to sing my favorite Christmas song you ready 
Niall, Niall. You know what I mean by that? See what I did there? Niall McCabe is back with Louisville City, and we're very, very happy about that because, gosh, I mean, he is... I mean, he really is just, he's been here from day one, man. Just love the fact that he's back. Number two, how about new beginnings? Put a positive spin on this. Hopefully, once all of this is over with this NWSL stuff, hopefully there's some sort of unified effort to get everybody back together, be it at the team level or at the league level, and say, all right, let's move forward. Let's make this as good as possible. We know what it was, but we know what we want it to be, too. And it's all about focusing on the future, I think, and, and not forgetting the past. Nobody's saying forget anything, but. Let's hope that that happens. And you know what? Number one, you know what I want for Christmas? I want joy for you. I really do, man. I hope that you are having a wonderful season. I hope that uh, whatever gifts you're asking for, both from a material perspective and also from like from the heart, right? Because those are the most important gifts, I think. Things that are given from the heart, and, you know, just a nice word or a smile or be there for somebody, whatever. You can make somebody's Christmas doing that. You know what? That's what I want. I want somebody to be nice to me. <laughs> I want my damn car back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm like a hermit again. That's bad. Anyway, there you go. I'm just trying to wait till the end of the song. Um, you know, I pretty much run out of stuff to say. Glad that Niall's back. Anyway, uh, for Christmas, you know what you do? You, uh, kick your feet back. Lean back. Have an eggnog. Take a break. Because you've been wrapping presents. <laughs> wrapping presents is a tedious endeavor. Oh, man, I love you guys. Oh, there it is, folks. Five tings for Christmas. Ah. Oh. All right, man, let's get into it with Joey Cecil. All right, uh, Christmas time, uh, holiday season, and a merry ho, ho, ho to Joey Cecil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, we're here just before snowmageddon, wintermageddon, yeah, whatever man. you want to call it, what is 2022. Going on? Um, the bomb cyclone. It's to, called the bomb cyclone. Louisville's about to shut down. That's what's going to happen. That sucks. I guess we're going to have to run to the store uh, and get booze now. <laughs> yeah. I don't have my car, but I'm going to have to figure that milk out. Milk sandwiches. Milk sandwiches for everyone. <laughs> Eggs, milk, and bread. Yeah, man. Man, that's, um, it's a whole northeast, too. I saw the weather thing. It's like literally like this yeah. big cyclone on the entire east coast of the or the eastern side of the country. Everyone watch day after tomorrow. Yeah, man. Start getting your tidbits and notes in. Hear that. Hear that. All right, man. Um, what are we doing? So let's, I think before we get started, just take a moment, recognize the passing Grant Wall. Yeah, man. You know, yes. longtime soccer journalist, mm -hmm. passed away in Qatar while covering the World Cup at the age of 49. Yeah, too young. Um, been passed along that he died of an undetected aortic aneurysm. Yeah, man. Um, which I never thought I'd say this, but thankfully it was nothing. Right, right. I know what you're going to say. Nothing other than that. that. Right, yeah. And it's just it's so young. You know, so damn young. And it's uh, so such sad. a shock. Such yeah. a shock to the the industry yep um yeah you know good luck i think he was in sports illustrated i think he was a sports illustrated writer or he was independent i don't know i think i don't i really I think it's SI. Know. i know that he was a heavy though for with the soccer thing way before a lot of people were so yeah you good know. luck whoever's filling in those shoes at his employer hear that you know good Definitely luck hear that. yeah uh speaking of the world cup mm -hmm. um we've had some games yes we have <laughs> uh just touching on the quarterfinals mm -hmm. um Croatia sent my pick packing in Brazil on penalties. Mm. Uh, Croatian keeper stood on his head. Yeah, man. Made 11 saves throughout that game. Yep. Uh, Neymar equaled Pele's record. Mm -hmm. A goal scored at the yeah. World Cup for Brazil. Mm -hmm. Also, Brazil should have known better than to mess with a cat. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> yes, in I the, did. 
Yeah, just he should have known better. Yeah, really. I hear um, you. That's pretty funny. And then, you know, Ronaldo had his international career ended at the hands of Morocco. His official international career, I guess. Well, you, a... you know what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, great new, you know, great, great story. Morocco, first African team to appear. That is Make the World cool. Cup semis. Yes, it is. And well-earned. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I don't know which one to get into next, but I'm going to go with Argentina-Dutch was just... That was not a soccer match. That was a fight. Yeah, man. It was... Geez, 14 Louise. yellow cards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dutch down 2 nothing after 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. Score 1 in the 82nd. And in the 88th, just all hell breaks loose. Yeah. As uh, Paradis commits a hard foul on Nathan Ake and then fires the ball into the Dutch bench. So dumb. So um, dumb. Which allowed... If you think about it, allowed the Dutch to then score in the hundredth minute, right? Off a nifty little trick play where they just rolled the ball on a free kick into the box. Man, I, I it just a little I, not. I wasn't just stunned. I was like, that's literally one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Because you think about it, that melee got all the extra time. Right, right, exactly. You know, and then because this World Cup, we went to penalties. Yep. Uh, Argentina wins four three. And speaking of penalties, death, taxes, and English heartbreak at the World Cup. Yeah, man. Speaking of picks. <laughs> uh, France moves on 2-1 after Kane makes a penalty and then yeah. fires a satellite into space <laughs> on his second one. <laughs> wow. That was just, you know what? There, there was a picture. Somebody put a picture. It was a meme or whatever. It was a soccer ball outside the window of the International Space Station. And so it's like, well, we finally found Kane's penalty. (laughs) There's another great one of someone, some woman sitting behind a goal during warmups and a ball Mm. goes over the bar and just hits her in the head as she's sitting down and go, we finally Mm. found it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So then that's set up, which let's be honest, a very anticlimactic semifinals. Yeah. yeah. You know, Argentina clinically dismantled Croatia three, nothing. Right. Right. Wasn't much of a game, which also the end of well, what we're believing I'm probably is the end of Luka Modric's international hate to see career. That too. Yeah. Yeah. And you hate to see it, but I'm sorry that he well, might he's been be around forever. One of the best modern midfielders we've seen. In oh, season. absolutely. I mean, he, he carried, goes, you know, four years ago. Are you kidding me? I mean, he goes very unheralded though, overall. Right, right, right. Well, you know, for a guy who's won the champions league five times, right. Five time FIFA best 11. <laughs> uh, mm. Fun fact mm-hmm. between tw- in the 2010s, there was only one player, not named Messi or Ronaldo, to win the Bayern d'Or. Okay, was it was it was it Luca? And its name was Luca Modric. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, two major squad. careers coming to an end at this World Cup mm-hmm. for sure. Luca Modric's, yep. for all intents and purposes, Cristiano Ronaldo's. Oh gosh. Um, then we get to the darlings of the World Cup, the Cinderellas of Morocco taking on France, uh, who opened things up in the fifth minute and didn't look back. Right. You know, uh, just very drama-less semifinal after everything that had happened previously in the tournament. Yep. Sets up our final, back-to-back, or Messi's destiny. <laughs> France versus Argentina. Yeah, man. I, it's just, I, I was kind of hoping for that because you want to see Messi and Mbappe in the final. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. really what I was looking for. And, and man, did we get to see it. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, so, early on, you know, early in the first half, Di Maria draws an early penalty, which... Messi just finishes. Uh, his penalty style befuddles me, mm-hmm. how it works so often. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, he just rolls the ball into the net. Very little right. pace ever behind it. Um, just works. Somehow he just knows where that keeper's going to go. Yeah. 
You know, it's just, it's like he mesmerizes them. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, it's magical. Um, and then speaking of Di Maria, he doubles the lead on just a brilliant counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Messi sprung. Uh, I forget who the, I think it was Alvarez. Yes. And then on the on the break, Alvarez uh, crosses the ball across the face of goal to Di Maria, yeah. who mm-hmm. great finish. Uh, two nothing. You're thinking, okay, so wow, is France mm-hmm. going to show up to this game? Right. Uh, Which they did. Well, yeah, France, well, it took 75 minutes took 75 or so. Minutes. Right, right, right. Yeah, France gets their own penalty in the 78th, which Mbappe finishes, though mm-hmm. Martinez got a hand to it. Under a minute later, right. uh, Mbappe called tie with a silly volley. Yeah, it was crazy. That was just stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, in second half stoppage time, both keepers had to make intensely huge saves. Yep, yep. Keep the game 2-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, including Lloris full dive. We'll dive somehow over his bar. Yep. Uh, we get to extra time, and it took till the second extra time. Mm-hmm. Messi puts Argentina ahead. Yep. Um, I just love that there was some confusion whether he scored when the dude who blocked the shot was five feet into the goal. Yeah. <laughs> really? yeah. Well, going, you know, when um, I first watch it, it, it was a little bit weird. Then you see the replay. Yeah, well, I think that they were also checking offsides. Right, there were a couple right, different right. offsides, potential calls. But, yeah. yeah, it wasn't initially ruled a goal, and I'm like, the dude's in the goal. Mm-hmm. Is there is there some kind of extra defending I didn't know about that comes in World Cup final stoppage right. time? Right, right, right. Um, then just for more craziness, Argentina concedes a penalty on a handball in the box. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Mbappe buries it to record the second ever World Cup final hat trick. Yep. And in a tournament of PK shootouts, well, spoiler alert, we had one. Yeah, really. To decide it. Mbappe leads off and scores his third straight penalty yep. to the exact same spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Messi once again rolls his in. Yeah. Uh, which some people will bring it up. You know, do you send your absolute best taker first or do you wait? I would put it first. And both the managers sent their best first. I would always send my best first. You want to get you want to yeah. get, get going. What are you waiting for? Well, it might be too late you if know, you wait till fourth. What are you waiting for? That's you the know? Drogba conundrum. Yep. Drogba yeah. in Moscow. Here, here never got to take one. Yeah. Never got to take one. Nope. Um, so, you know, then Martinez saves Kingsley Comans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dybala goes right down the middle. My favorite penalty. Yeah. Um, it takes guts, too. <laughs> it does. Um, and, oh, so painful. Chuamani pulls his wide. Mm-hmm. Paredes scores. France scores again. And then Montiel. Very subdued celebration, though, on securing the World Cup yeah. victory. You know, it just kind of walked to the. It was just was, a, just walked just mm-hmm. walked to the side and took his jersey off and kissed it. Like, yeah, it's like, dude, you just won, won the, world, the world biggest Cup. game of your career. Really, I it just it was. It, yeah, and I, it was very I, was, I guess it was just the emotion or the shock. Yeah, relief. Who yeah, knows? I guess. I mean, it just was very. Yeah, you're right about that. I, I just very. You know, weird. Um, <laughs> you speaking of weird, mm-hmm. you're never going to hear me say this rarely, if ever. Okay. That ref had a fantastic match. Dude, I got a note right here. I swear to God, I got a note right here. He had a fantastic match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every PK was correct. Yep. Um, and he had a good handle on making sure neither team lost anybody. Mm-hmm. He could have mm-hmm. easily pulled out yellow cards at times. Oh, yeah. And really oh, yeah. made it a, a really made it a very tense, chippy affair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He had a great handle on that yeah. game. Joey, can I expand on that a little bit? Yes, please I do. I think the officiating in general in this tournament was pretty solid. There okay. was a couple of these, a couple of games you could have said this here and there moments. Sure, every, t- yeah. I mean, you're, how many games are in this tournament? I mean, of course, you know, thirty games or whatever. You're going to have a moment or two, but in general, I thought they handled this pretty well. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. really, and, and no. Well, that, that's what you want to expect, right? I mean, yeah, the one you thing know? I think it was with the, what was it with the Japan or South Korea? I don't now. I don't remember the game where the ball went over the line. Japan, uh, okay, Japan, Germany, right? So, so yeah. no, what Japan, Germany is Japan knocked out Germany? I think, well, yeah, and, because and, of that call, right? And so you have you're going to have a moment or two, but in general, Joe, I thought they were well controlled. There yeah. were games, especially yeah. um, uh, we talk about that Croatia quarterfinal, which that could have gotten out of hand. I mean, that really yeah. could have gotten out of hand. Um, there, there, there were just, you know, there were several games. Now, there, was, there wasn't several, but there was a couple that you were like, the referees put themselves, put their arms around and said, that's enough. Knock it yeah. off and let's play yeah. the game. So I was, I, in general, you know, how often do we say that, especially being in the league that Louisville City's in? But, um, mm. you know, I, really, I, I was kind of impressed with it. Yeah, yeah. And for a guy knowing he's on that stage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's, he did about not pressure. let it overwhelm him. Right. He did talk- not let it overwhelm him. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to mention this was for me. This this game was a battle of legacies. Mm-hmm. You got Mbappe's introduction per se. Yeah. Um, which side note, he's only four goals behind Miroslav Klose's World Cup record for men, and he's only twenty three. Twenty three years old. He's going to be. Oh my gosh! Talk about a future. Oh. And is he and a lightning have, bolt or what? Oh, oh yeah. my. And then, and then you gosh. have Messi. Then you got Messi's final chapter. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the real loser here was Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> you could see um, that. That's the real loser in this game. Uh, so there's a great tweet that, that just got me going. Well, someone goes, after, after that game, someone tweeted, Ronaldo just threw his Peloton through a window. <laughs> I don't know why that was so good. Because you could just see it. Yeah, you yeah. can see the way he's acted as a petulant little child. Child. Very yeah. childish. Oh, yeah. Very unprofessional. Um, very self-indulged. You know what? It, you know what? Good, good for Messi. Yeah, I, was, I was honestly cheering for him to get that get that monkey off his back, get that weight off of him. Um, you know, maybe, you know, I don't think you can put him in the GOAT conversation overall. There's still that little pesky young man called Pele. Oh, yeah. Pe- um, yeah right. that, that, that's, a, that's a debate for another day. But J- right. Joe, in terms of modern GOAT, oh. he's still missing one trophy. Which one? What does he have? What, what, what? do you think? Well, you guess? he doesn't have a well, he's got a, he doesn't have a club championship. No, he's got he's got all the club championships known right, to mankind right. through what Barcelona. Does he have? Right, I was going to say the, the, he's got he does not have the MLS Cup. Oh well, there you go. Now that sums it up. <laughs> that was a tweet I saw. That I goes, saw you can't call Messi the goat <laughs> until he wins the MLS Cup at thirty eight. <laughs> there you go. That's what he's missing. That's all he's oh, missing. That's all he's got. I was going to sit there. That's, like, that, that's, the, final, that's the final gym in the infinity right. gauntlet for him. Right. He's got Champions Leagues. He's got Copa del Rey's, La Liga's. He's got the Copa America. He's he, got the World Cup. Now he's got left when he to, hoists, come to, Fort, to come to Fort Lauderdale. What, <laughs> when he hoists whatever that thing is. Dude, you mentioned but, Pele. I, I, I got to jump in on that because as I'm, I'm, I am biased, okay? I mean, I watched him play when he was with the Cosmos. And remember when he was a young kid, uh, you know, because they used to show on ABC every now and then in Spanish-speaking stations when he was at Santos. But the thing is, is that it was him and Maradona. Those are the two guys that I've always elevated above everybody else. But you know what? It's hard not to say you can't even discuss Messi at that same level. Yeah, It's really well, hard just, to say you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, if somebody comes think... up and makes that argument, I'm going like, okay, make your argument. Of course. I mean, go ahead. Whereas with Ronaldo, you know, he's that second-tier guy now. I'm not going to put him at the same I mean, level as Maradona. I, w- I would put I, w- I would put Messi as a modern goat. Okay. Right. You know, whenever we talk goats, I hate that discussion. 
Right. Because every era the, the is era, different. That is so true, Joey. That is so true. You know? Back when Pele was playing international soccer, <sighs> Brazil shows up at a tournament. They win. Right, right, right. And and the pitches, you know? the pitches were minefields, literally. You go back and look at you some know? of those things, some of those games in the 70s, some of those matches. And I'm talking about World Cup matches. I'm not talking about club yeah. matches. I'm talking about the World Cup matches. These these pitches are minefields. Minefields. Yeah, so that's why I think in, in our lifetimes, well, most of you know my generation's lifetime, <laughs> he will be the best player. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah you know, I think yeah. this cemented it. Um, side note, I mean, I don't think this is a question anymore. I think that might have been the greatest soccer match I've ever seen. Dude, it's I can't think of a better one. I can't. I mean, I'm going you know? maybe it was the, um, oh, gosh, in the 80s. There was one. Forget it. It doesn't matter. This hey, it was, was, yes, hey, Yeah. Quit trying. I know. Quit. <laughs> You're right. Recency bias as well. Right, right, right. We just watched the greatest soccer match yeah, ever. It was amazing. It was literally you know? amazing. Um, one last note on that. Mm-hmm. Everyone listening, don't let the greatness of that game overshadow the country that hosted it. Of course. Of course. You know, now that now that the World Cup is over, don't just keep going on about things as if nothing ever happened. Right, right. Of course not. And, and it's a great, that's a great point. And they, if anything, they exposed themselves. I think they will look worse after this tournament than before. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like all the negatives, as as more and more people started to focus on it and you started to see what this thing was all about and the special that came out on Netflix and all of this stuff, you know, I think more people have a better idea of how, just how bad a decision this was and how shit FIFA is. It's just, you know, and yeah. but we can yeah. talk about that another hey, time too. We get to look forward to potentially Saudi Arabia hosting in 2030. Oh, please. Which I mean, if it, if it comes down to money, who the hell, who the hell's, what three countries are going to put the money together for that? Anyway, anyway. Yeah. So, you know, uh, that's all I got on the World Cup. Um, I, you know, the one thing I did want to mention, mention too, is yeah, not ahead. just about Messi, but you start talking about the Maria and Alvarez and the rest of that squad. Oh, they're going to be around for a while. Yeah. This ain't this ain't going to be no. Uh, you know, now that Messi's out, you know, it's not like with uh, who's it, Uruguay. You know, yeah, yeah, now yeah. that Suarez oh, yeah. and those dudes are older, no, no, yeah. this Argentina squad's gonna be around for a long time. There's a ton of talent on that team. Oh my gosh, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Alvarez especially. I mean, these guys up front were, and it, the, the, it's just un- uncanny understanding of where each other were gonna be. Some of these passes, they weren't human. Yeah. The ability to, you know, you know, oh my gosh, it was so fantastic to watch. So, um, so you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you know when you do a quick little tidbit on the local local yeah. scene. Yeah, man, let's do it. Uh, racing announced the signing of a Finnish center back. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna attempt this. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna try, bro. Ellie Pikoyamsa. Um, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Thank you, racing pronunciation guide in the article. Um, but that's I love I love that we have a center back. Yes, man. That's talk about the need. That was like the yeah. you know that is the need now with 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 all the players that have left. So it's good to see that somebody. Somebody be the cement of this thing. So let's see how that works out. I mean, yeah. I, I have zero knowledge of the player. That It's not fair to, you know, uh, you just hope oh, yeah. that that works out. Well, you know. Sp- speaking of center backs, yeah, man. Uh, Josh Winder up for young U.S. male soccer player of the year how for the U.S. Federation. Mm-hmm. I wish him the best on that considering he's going up against Eunice Musa, who played yeah. every game at the World Cup. So right. good luck and God right. bless, young man. Right. right. But the guy who captained his team throughout the U.S. Federation and right. Josh Winder. Yep. Um. Louisville City announced a few more re-signings. Yes, they did. Uh, Paulo, Tyler Gibson, Oscar, mm-hmm. and Niall, thankfully. Yes, thankfully. He'd been in the wind for a little bit with some rumors maybe retiring. Yeah. Um, 
So that's pretty much all of the old guard back. Yeah, Just interested to see when or if some new blood gets announced. Yeah. Uh, I know we're kind of sitting on our hands a little bit. I guess um, it seems like a little bit of a strategy move, maybe. I mean, you want to get your you want to get the guys that have gotten you there in house and taken care of first. Like oh, yeah. if if I'm one of those guys and they start, you know, they start um, romancing somebody from the outside first, and I've played with you for seven years, I might have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Well, it's so, not just that. You know, it's your core. Yeah, exactly. And it's a team that just went to the mm. final. Right, 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 right. And, you know, you don't need too many huge differences. Mm. Or, you know what I mean? Too many huge changes. Right, right. Um, but you do want to see some new blood because, you know, we all like new toys. Absolutely. And other, and there's a couple other teams that are making moves. Birmingham and Indianapolis are making moves. They ain't playing. Well, it's because they have to. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. But they're really good. Um, I mean, Birmingham's got a strong squad this year, bro. I'm telling you, they ain't playing. Yeah, well, we... we we, we we thought the same this year too. This past right, year, right, right, right. You know, but you know? yeah, we'll see. But it, I, I, I would be worried about that a little bit. And then, um, you know, Tyler was a Tyler Pasher that the Indianapolis signed. I mean, this guy plays for the national team in Canada. Come on, I mean, th that's a great signing. Well, Pasher was Pasher was lit this league on fire three or four years ago. Right, 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 three right, or four right, years ago. Right, but that's what I'm well, saying. They, they it, also got uh, what's his name. They also got Guanzati yep, out of Tampa. Yep, yep. Which Big you're going. To, T T Tampa? What? What? What are you? What? Yeah. Uh, okay. 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 You do you. Right. Exactly. You. You. You do you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. So then, also speaking of use, the USL announced conference alignment and scheduling. Thirty-four game schedule mm -hmm. to occur with twelve teams in each conference. Yeah, so man. each conference member will do a home and away. Uh, with with their fellow conference members, yep. and my favorite part, the other twelve games will involve six home and away games from the other conference. That is so cool. So man. you will play every team in the league. That is tremendous, and it feels it just feels like the professionalism, right? It, it does. It really it does. feels cool. It feels there's something so spectacular about having you know you're getting a chance to play every team in the league. So yeah. you can almost say that now you start talking about points between the two leagues, you're playing. You know, you're playing only 50% of the games with the one league, but it still matters a little bit. You know, yeah. it'll give you a yeah. little bit of a better understanding of what's going on across the leagues as opposed to like three years ago. It was like, who cares? You plus, know, we'll, plus, we'll, you know, we, 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 we keep that, keep adding notches to our belt of teams we haven't beaten yet. Right. <laughs> and I want Randy Cakes back at Lynn Family Stadium. Oh my, well, dude, you know, he's not a coach anymore. I want. Oh, he's not coaching anymore. I'm sorry. It's one of the things I had here. Sadness. He, 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 um, he's, he's changing his position to the front office. He's going to be a front office guy. And they brought in somebody else to coach. I, I had the name and I don't have it, but he's a coach now. Or he's I, not a coach I anymore. Hope, I hope someone at that institution, that organization, finally convinces him to just shave his damn head <laughs> since I won't get to yell at him this year. It's uh, funny. But, um, yeah, well, that, that means news. It means a possibility of a road trip to Vegas, which would not suck. Yeah, you know, so I'm we'll see how that works. Llamas. Yeah, man, go visit, hang out with some llamas, and and uh, and. Uh... Um, so now we get to two topics that are not so fun. Yeah, I know. Um, let's start with the smaller of the two. Yep. There is some more light shed, and the controversy mystery of Gio Reyna yeah, at man. the World Cup. Not good. <laughs> uh, articles came out claiming he almost got himself sent home due yeah. to a lack of effort and poor attitude. Apparently, action was not taken, though, once he stood up during a film session and apologized to the group. Right, right. But then Gio and Dortmund essentially both dispute the extent of those sources and the articles right. painted him. Right, right, right. So now it's uh, he said, he said. Right. You right. know? 
I, it, Either way, this is not good. It's not. It's and, and and you know, it's not painting. It's not painting Geo in a good light at all. And, and it, it's and and the the last thing you want from a budding superstar is someone getting the moniker of petulant at that yeah. age. That's the worst thing you can have right now because you know these big clubs where he has the talent to play on and they've already knocked on his door. And you're sitting there going, all right, like, like, like a club like Chelsea or a club like, uh, or you know, or Munich, somebody, right, yeah. you know, somebody is going to sit there and go, we're not going to put up with your bullshit. We can get, we can make, we way. can make three more like you. Go away, especially as an American, right? Exactly. So <laughs> it's not going to go well. Throw that out there. And no, also, it's you're, the truth, you're, you're a little, sh- you're a little shocked. That that's coming from him, especially in the exactly. household he comes from. His old man was the consummate professional. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we'll see. Um, you know, it it was really not good the way it got dug up and came out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if 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 we're taking it for its word mm-hmm. on what's being said, mm-hmm. on one hand, good for Greg for drawing a line yeah. and setting a tone with a young team. Absolutely. On the other, how had he not sat down and gotten through to Geo? But which is that's what I'm saying. That's the disconnect here because he doesn't have that on his resume, as no. as a minus. As you know, there's a is that in the pro and con thing. That's not that's never been a con. This kid's been he's been nothing. But everybody loves him. That's worked yeah. with him or played with him. Well, and, and then uh, another another pro con is you know did Coach Borhalter lie to cover up? Yeah, man, that's just that all of that. Sucks. You know, that just sucks. Um, you know, and then we get to there is no good resolution for this. No, you know. I don't think there's any way both can stay. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's got to be one, I'm sorry, Greg Berhalter. Oh, absolutely. Are you, you know, of, of course. Geo can, can contribute to this national team for at least another decade. Sure. Sorry, Hoss, you just got caught up in this. Yeah, man. Um, but, yeah, just not really good. Um, you know, this just needs to be resolved soon. Right, right. Uh, it's putting a, putting a black eye on U.S. soccer. Honestly, there's not much unblemished skin left to bruise anyway. <laughs> So let's let's get this one out of the way. And you know, there was one more comment there. Tim Ream spoke up. I don't know if he saw. Yes, that. he did. And yes, he, he did. And he basically said it happened. We worked it out. Let's move on. I mean, he, he yeah. this guy has been so impressive. Really, it's miss, so I'm to see where him. he came from. It's so it, you know, and the struggles that he had, even sta- being mentioned in the conversation to be on this team. He's just been a godsend this last this last few months. I'm, I'm really really miss happy Grand for him. Tim. What's I'm that? Missing. I'm gonna miss Grandpa Tim. <laughs> Edge. Oh, I'm missing. <laughs> but yeah, this needs to this needs to get just just figured out. Right. You know. Yeah. Speaking of things that haven't been figured out. Yep. Let's let's get this over with. Joe, I didn't think I could get sicker. Here we are. I know. I know. I know. So, following the Yates report, a report was jointly commissioned by the NWSL and the NWSL Players Association. Mm-hmm. One of the facts of the report, misconduct continues to be reported, more than half of the teams in the league. Yep. Whereas the Yates report intentionally focused on what it deemed as the most egregious abusers, mm-hmm. this report scrutinized more nuanced incidents right. of emotional abuse and power imbalances. Mm-hmm. Uh, also focused on racism and microaggressions in a way the Yates report did not. Okay. The investigation found that players and club staff did not trust reporting processes or the league at large. Mm-hmm. So much so that it affected affected participation, even right. in this report. Right. Uh, the report details a quote culture of abuse, silence, and fear of retaliation due to a lack of job security. Right. Right. Um. So the report detailed in new light transgressions that took place at other teams that the Yates report did not cover. Right. 
Um, report dug deeper into instances of emotional abuse relating to the topics of player weight, race, and sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Some of those are just wow. Um, you know, among the new allegations, uh, specific individuals, those regarding Houston Dash and right. head coach James Clarkson. Right. He was suspended in April amid an ongoing investigation, but until the report came out, no reasons were provided publicly. Uh, two players said they saw therapy because of his berating and temperament. Okay. Mm-hmm. And many described the coach as volatile, verbally abusive, and not showing appropriate regard for players' well-being. Okay. Mm-hmm. Among the specific incidents detailed about him was a 2022 preseason trip to Mexico. Ahead of the first game of the trip, Clarkson questioned whether a player was hungover from an outing the previous night, despite his medical staff informing him that they thought she was experiencing altitude sickness. Okay. Since Mexico City is 7,300 feet above sea level. He then demanded hotel security footage, which he did not get, thankfully, and reprimanded the team for drinking before a game, although they maintained they did not. Right. When confronted by the team's captains about his response, Clarkson said the players, quote, should be scared. Hmm. I don't know. It's just hold on. There's, there's, and then among the new re- re- revelations uh, are concerning Paul Riley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't know how you, how it can get worse for this guy. Yeah, or concerning I, yeah, this guy, right. uh, having moved on to manage the courage, North Carolina courage after having been fired by right. Portland, yep. engaged in unwanted advances towards courage player Kaylee Kurtz, just... included showing her a picture of a bar and saying he wished she was there. Just, I don't know. Yeah. But this was on top of a steady stream of comments by Kurtz, or I'm sorry, by Riley to Kurtz about her weight, including calling her, quote, chubby. Right. Um, Kurtz also alleges that in 2019, Riley shared detailed information about his life, yeah. including preferred sexual positions, and persistently tried to obtain more details about her romantic life. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, just real quick on him. Is it still is it is it still not all right to take someone out in the middle of the street and beat them with stones? I don't know, man. I just the attitude seems to be like it's not even professional. It's you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like some stupid, ridiculous movie where there's a you know college college counselors at at a retreat acting like idiots. The guys, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just well, when, it's, when the, still... the lack of professionalism and the lack of of, of concern. It's so overwhelmingly stupid, and it just—it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Well, well, there's still there's still more. Sadly, I know. know. One club employee recalled that Riley often made comments about lesbian players, including that players dating women negatively impacted their playing performance and their commitment to the team. That's just—you can't even. What do you even say to that? You know, show me your work. Show me your math on that one. Yeah, I did. You can't show me your math. It's 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 like I said. Um, It's 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 a it's a dumb, pathetic juvenile way to look at things and you're a professional and, coach it's just so you know up. there's there's former washington spirit coach richie burke was found to have quote used racial epithets made jokes about race and ethnicity undermined activism on issues of race the report spelled out how orlando city manager amanda cromwell and assistant sam green were dismissed for retaliating against players who had participated in a previous investigation into misconduct allegations against the coaching staff. Way to double down. Yep. Um, one of my, my favorite, which is just such a just morose thing to say about this report, 
was former Houston Dash manager, I'm not going to butcher this name, Vera Paul. Mm -hmm. Paul appeared to want to control and micromanage players' diets and exercise regimens, even when her weight loss directives were inconsistent with sports medicine best practices. For example, players reported that Paul discouraged them from eating fruit because of its sugar content. I don't even know what that means. That's weird. Apparently, fruit has too much sugar in it. I don't know. That's just bizarre. <laughs> Players also reported that Paul's comments affected a teammate struggling with an eating disorder. All right. Last couple things on this was the league. Just, just an, another note was the league failed to establish what constituted misconduct. Right. That's the report said, and I go, that's normally a pretty wide damn net. Yeah, there's there's a couple things that were that I didn't just, know about when I read through that through some of the guy. I'm sorry. It's just the, the whole thing is just another just gut punch. Yeah, it's just with, with how these how these how these you know what they don't deserve to be called people. It's just it's how these it's, Cretans acted. It's so bizarre that there was no. But when you read through, especially the stuff that you know that happened here, and. The first thing that struck me, Joey, about the league, because I'm focusing on the league a little bit more. Yeah. The first thing that I was stunned, and I mean stunned. Did you know this? I read through the that NWSL did not have a fraternization policy between players and coaches. Are you kidding me? Are you that's kidding much, me? They that's didn't pretty much have every company and organization ever. You, if you run, if you run a Krispy Kreme someplace. With five There's employees, policy, you've got that policy. And a yeah. professional sports league didn't have a fraternization policy between coaches and players? Yeah. Are, are you that, Which means they set themselves up for all the problems, especially here, because the coach was fraternizing with the player and eventually had a relationship with her at Sky Blue. If yeah. you don't have that policy, there's no problem, at least relating to that, obviously. I mean, yeah. it, it's... What kind of idiot doesn't think about this? And you're running. It's like they ran this out of a broom closet. It's well, so frigging insane. What even got dumber is the communication channels were reporting any apparent, quote, misconduct since we didn't define what that is. Right, exactly. We're not clear. Right. Nor did a written policy exist to spell out whose responsibility it was. Right. Between the clubs, the mm -hmm. league, and the U.S. Soccer Federation. Right. Uh, the clubs, league, and federation also failed to adequately share information. And I'm just sitting there going, so just because it's no one's immediate responsibility doesn't mean it's not somebody's. Right, right. Well, that's... If, there's a void, if, there, if there's a void of responsibility and power and vacuum, right. normally that means someone steps into it. Right. And then... You don't just keep staring at your house starting to catch on fire and go, oh, what do we do now? It's it's Right, and this is... Part of the paper pushing that went on at the top level, and, and I got to mention this person's name because we know. Um, when I read, you know, anytime Amanda Duffy's name was mentioned in this, not oh. very, not very favorable, and it Correct. seemed like there was a bunch of paper pushing going on, like she didn't yeah. want to address these issues, or she was like, "Well, I'm not sure if what what I'm supposed to do about this," especially well, related to the Sky Blue deal, where she apparently knew about the fact that Rampone and him were were together, and 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 she was like, "Well, I'm not sure what to do about it." You're not sure yeah. what the you're the fucking president of the league. You're not sure you what know, 
It's so. I just see up. a continuing trend of people who should not have been in positions of power because they are not trained no. for administrative positions. Unbelievable. You didn't you know, know what to do about it. Wasn't sure what the. But that comes back to the fact that it wasn't even a policy about coaches dating players. Yeah. You got to be yep. nuts. Yeah. Or other coaches or whatever. I mean, the, the, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's just I don't have much more. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, at, God, at some point the NWSL is going to run out of fingers and toes right. to plug leaks. Right. You know, this new players' association process is in place. To me, it's akin to rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Right. And but I'm going to say know? I'm going to say this, Joey. At least you know when I read through the conclusions, and because I'm you know I'm going to wait a couple weeks to really dig into the the, the stuff with uh, O'Connor and Holly and all them because. There's some couple more things that need to be. Mainly, I'm hoping that the players make a statement. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they mill. They don't have to, but I'm kind of hoping they do, and I'm kind of hoping that the you know the the people that run this deal here will now sort of say find some sort of medium to come out and say, all right, this is what what it was, and this is how we're moving forward. And you know, people have a lot of people have made their minds up already, and you, you oh, know, yeah. it is Big what time. it is. So Big time. but. Um, you know, there, there are still people that want more information as far as, you know, what are you going to do? You know, there are people that are sitting on the fence like myself, for example, and you know, they've, they've, they've taken steps. People can judge one way or the other, whether they're okay with the steps or not. But I really hope that they come out and say, look, here's what we did wrong. You, we've talked about it, blah, 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 blah. And now evaluate us from here to here to here to here. And this is the steps that we're going to take. And we're holding ourselves accountable. I'm not, th- this doesn't alleviate the mistakes that they made because, you know, we'll get into it a little bit. We start talking about this non-disparagement, which just, tr- just drives me crazy. But I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to dig too deep. It's frigging Christmas. And we got plenty of time to talk about it. But hopefully, I mean, you know, this is a season of hope, man. And, you know, we could just close it and say, oh, it's never going to get better. It's never going to get better. Or we could say at least maybe, you know, you, NWSL 2.0 is what it's supposed to be, what, is what NWSL 1.0 is supposed to be. And hopefully that happens because if they don't fix that, I'm sorry, this thing's going to it's gonna implode. And nobody wants to see that happen. So th- my hope is that the, whatever, like all of the different steps that they're taking, like the fraternization policy, which they now have, and all of the different things that were not in place as far as disclosure and not allowing NDAs and all these things that they now have in writing as part of their policies. Okay, they're in place now. People were hurt before. It sucks. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully in the future, younger players that are coming up or the players that had to endure this bullshit can now feel more comfortable in their environment, and that's the goal here. So, you know, and it's really about the players. We want to make sure that they have what they need. So there are people that have already said, look, it's over. I want nothing to do with this thing. I want nothing to do with, we want all these people fired. Okay, fine. Not even going to get into that this week. But, um, or people that have said that they they don't care about this report. There's that other side of this too. People have said, I'm coming back and that's that. You know, fine. You do, you're, you know, I'm still one of these people that's like, look, this needs resolution, a positive resolution. We can tie a bow on this in the best possible manner so we can move forward and get this thing going again because it's not going right now. And, and it's, you know, it's it's very stale. Even if, I'm, yeah, I'm hearing all kinds of crazy noises. I mean, maybe it's the ghost of Christmas present or something. <laughs> There's people walking all over the place upstairs. But, uh, you know, hopefully that's the, you know, that's, like I said, I, I want to talk more about the racing and Louisville, uh, and, and our ownership group and, and James in a couple more weeks. And we can really dig into that a little bit more uh, when we start talking about what we're going to do too as well. Uh, so that's really what I have to say about the report right now. 
Yeah, I just had I had one last thing as I, mm-hmm. you know, I know this was an NWSL specific report, right? Because it was commissioned by the league and the players' association. Right. I just hate people. I just don't want people to miss the overall conclusion of the Yates report. Yeah, man. That this is a systemic yeah, issue absolutely. throughout women's soccer. Right. Absolutely. Not just this league. People, business owners treating this like a business when it's a, it's it has nuance that they and they were not prepared for it. Just absolutely not, especially here. They were not prepared for it. And they have to pay the price of that now. And whatever that price it, it is losing customers. They're not going to get some of these people back as long as all these people are here. Oh well, tough shit. You know, you've got to fix it. And that's part of the reason why I'm saying that they need to do something. They need to be public and and not just say, oh, you know, release something every three months. Oh, by the way, no, that's not enough. It's not enough. You know, so there you go. Anyway. Sam, you know what was enough? What's that, man? Lionel Messi was finally enough. (laughs) Lionel Messi was finally enough. Man, I'm going to, I want to hit you. Now, you don't don't know this, but I'm going to be, this next segment, are we, are you done with that there? Yeah. Okay, man. All right, I'm going to play some Christmas music under this, so I'm going to let it start up. You, you can't hear oh, it right no. now. Oh, no. All right. We're going to tour. I, I want to ask you a question here. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is, this is, do I need my lawyer present? <laughs> no. I I need a lawyer <laughs> At least present. I hope not. At least I hope not. All right, man. Oh, dear Lord. You, let's talk about Santa Claus for a second here. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, man. Look, when you were a kid, all right, now we all now of course we all know that Santa's real, right? Wink, right? So we all know that, but he's real in different stages of existence. <laughs> so how how old were you when you realized that maybe the possibility of him circumventing the entire planet in in his natural form? He he's obviously a spirit of some sort, right? What are you trying to tell me? Santa's not real? You no, bastard? he is. <laughs> what the hell are you trying to convince me of? But he is real. He's a, he's a magical spirit. We know that now. As we get older, we know that he's magical. He's an elf. You know, he's got he does elf things, and he has the ability to climb down ladders and or climb down chimneys. And even when you don't have a chimney, he he creates a chimney for you. <laughs> that sounds like vandalism. It, it, that, but that's the point, Joe. Is he a criminal? Is the spirit of Santa Claus? It sounds Claus... like B&E. <laughs> I mean, I mean, think about it for it a second. It sounds like it sounds like one. It sounds like however many trillion instances of B&E. Suppose you put a notice on your chimney that says, "Please don't come down." Does he come down anyway? You know what I'm saying? It depends and, on what list you've been on. Ah, uh, but that's the you see. If you have a kid that's on the, the nice list, and you're on the naughty list. And you put up a sign that says you can't come down here because I've been naughty, but the kid's been nice, and he wants to give the kids a present. Is he breaking the law? I think if he gives the kid presents and then takes a shit on your pillow, he's not. <laughs> I just think these are the things that I think about. Santa and, is above. Santa is above human law. He, you just he, said it. Well, he's a special he is elf. Above natural law. He's a special elf, and he's got eight flying reindeer. Which to me, or nine, right? Isn't it? Wait a second, because Rudolph, they added Rudolph in or something like that, wasn't there? Was, I don't even know their names. There's Don or Blitz and Fred, whoever they are. But here's the other thing. Like, flying behind eight reindeer at that speed, circumventing the entire globe, like, what? there's precautions that have to be taken <laughs> to make Joe, sure that Joe, Santa comes home in a red suit. <laughs> Joe, what kind of cookies have you ingested? <laughs> 
these are the you things that come special a- milk. These are the things that come across my mind when I think about Santa Claus. Are you Claus. calling NORAD? Are you calling NORAD liars? <laughs> no, man. Because they track Santa every year. Yes, they do. But now it could, this could be a conspiracy. What isn't a conspiracy? <laughs> I mean, think about it because you know it could be. You know what Santa could be? He could be one of these. Uh, he could be a UFO because the government's finally admitted that UFOs exist. Which, when well, you yeah, think- in the beginning of the of the COVID year, mm-hmm. there's not a February or March the Navy confirmed they had it on video. Right at the beginning of right at the beginning of COVID. Gee, what a shock! <laughs> yeah, but, I was uh, just like, yeah, that, that 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 was just before we almost had World War Three. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I'm sitting there saying, you know, maybe that is, maybe it's alien technology that Santa Claus uses. And if it is alien technology, is Santa Claus? An alien. What do you think? Can I make my Santa wish right now? Yes, man, do it. I was going to ask you. Disconnect from this call. <laughs> See, but we have to think about these things. We have to care. Don't you care about Santa? Don't you care about the kids? Joey, don't you care about the kids? Well, the other kids that get stuff. So, know. no, thank you. Oh, man. I don't know, man. What, what, what are, you, are you getting anything for Christmas? Is there anything, anything you no want? Clue. No, I have no. I mean, I just spent thirteen hundred dollars on a new cell phone. Oh, so Merry Christmas, dude. <laughs> exactly. Because apparently they, they they apparently they cost that much these days. Oh, dude, I'm getting. Yeah, man, that's unbelievable. I started looking at prices. I've I have not upgraded in years, and I went, uh, when did this become a thing? Right, right. I I, I don't I, I I don't even think about it because you know I do payments or whatever, and thankfully I pay my bills. <laughs> But my thing is, man, you know what I wanted? I can't get it, but you know what? I want to get Red, Red Rider BB gun. Of course. Who, what kid doesn't? What kid doesn't? I'll shoot shoot his own eye out. But the I yes. want to get I want to get a drone, man. <laughs> I want a drone, and I want to fly over things and just take pictures. You just want to be that creepy guy. I, I do. It's so sick. <laughs> and I forget about it though, because I got my car stolen in the shop. So. How about, yeah, I think you need to master one form of transportation before yeah, really. we get to the next hey, one. Hey, it wasn't my fault. They, they ran That's a freaking forklift. Says. No, it was, dude. They ran a forklift in the back says. of my car. <laughs> it's such a great story. It. I got pictures, at too. At least you didn't blame it on your horoscope. No, I don't know, man. What sign are no, you? Be- no, Becky, just because you're a, just because you're a Sagittarius doesn't mean that's why you backed into me in the parking lot. <laughs> What's what sign are you? I'm a Gemini. Dude, I'm a Gemini too. How about that? Dual personalities uh, and my night gets worse. That's, maybe that's why the four of us get along to us so well. <laughs> because we're because we have just four just on your side. But my personalities, yeah. I have staff meetings with you. I'm talking to myself. That's my staff meeting. Don't interrupt it. Well, anyway, whatever happens, bro. I hope uh, everybody that's listening has a Merry Christmas. I hope you have one, too. And you and all of your personalities. Yeah, one person. Has, we're all going to have a wonderful time. You're, you're never alone. <laughs> no. That's the key. You're never alone. All right, brother, man. All right, you have a good time and uh, have a good new and, and a Merry New Year. Or Happy New Year, too. Yes, you as well. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books, episode number 56. We are moving right along here. <laughs> I want to thank Joey Cecil once again uh, for his invaluable contribution. Really means a lot to have him on here. <clears throat> and I'm sure I'm speaking for him when I say I am very thankful for all of you. 
those of you that are listening to this and you know we get a pretty solid amount of downloads and listens so it's very cool and i really appreciate it hopefully you all are enjoying this somewhat you know if you have any compliments or comments they're always welcome certainly the compliments <laughs> but if there's anything you want to do to see the show better or if there's anything we can do to make it better for you please drop a line let us know as always we are on podbean itunes amazon and spotify please like Subscribe and share, share the Christmas holiday season love. Now, I picked this song for a reason. Usually I use that Edvard Grieg piece, that nocturne. But this is a little Bing Crosby. There's a reason I'm picking this tune. This, I guess it was, I want to say it was over the weekend. One of my cousins, uh, Joanne, posted a picture. She has a whole bunch of pictures of when our our moms and dads uh, were kids. <clears throat> And I had never seen this picture before. It was a picture of my dad, right when he had enlisted in the Navy back in 43 with the entire family, all eight brothers and sisters, plus my grandfather. And it blew me away because to see them so young, I mean, you know, they were all in their 40s already when I was a little tiny kid, you know, and, and uh, to see a picture of my dad as a young, young kid, and then it brings up all of the stories you know, all of the amazingly different personalities they all had. And they were all wonderful people. My aunts and uncles were just wonderful. And what they endured, the, the, the you know, the problems of the Depression when they were children and, you know, and then having to go to war and enlisting and Uncle Angelo being shot at Normandy and all that stuff. And all of that just reminded me of family, man. And... It was really, really deep. Very emotional evening. Kind of emotional thinking about it, to be honest with you. Oh my gosh. And I hope you have that in your life. You know? It gets a little lonely out here sometimes by myself, but I know they're there. I know I have friends here. Family doesn't necessarily have to be blood, although it's great, you know. And all those wonderful memories that come from growing up with them. Man, I hope you have that. And if you, if, if you want more of that, I hope you find it this year. That is my wish for you, and that is my prayer for you, is that if that is missing, maybe somebody comes along for you, man. And maybe whoever is there, a spouse, a child, a family member, a friend, hopefully they're in there a little deeper. We've had some trying times, man. Hopefully we get past it. Whatever friendships may have been strained, hopefully they're reconnected somehow. Anyway, my name is Joseph Val. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast. I absolutely love you. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. We'll talk to you again on the 4th. And man, please find some time to smile, especially this time of year. Love you guys. Happy holidays.